0: Hi, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real, again, a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we can grow, where we can become, and try to become the best versions of ourselves that we can for the Lord. Today's episode, uh, today's topic, uh, this is a special topic, this is one I've been studying about, uh, I think, and this is one that I think that could help us all. It's talking about, uh, remember in, in Matthew, when Jesus preaches on the Beatitudes, He specifically says this, blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Now, you know, when we read that, we kind of gloss over it. You know, I've heard some some preachers say that sometimes in the scripture, because you've always heard it, uh, you kind of gloss over it uh, because you've heard it. It sounds good but we really never study that what does that mean blessed are those that are merciful for they shall obtain mercy so that's that's what we're going to talk about today and specifically we're going to look at uh, the life of job and we're going to look at how he he received it and how he also gave it as well and you know we'll we'll study more into that it's going to be a rich uh, and great study uh, before we get going on it um I'd like to promote also, you know, you can listen to this this podcast on Spotify. Just look up when the scriptures become real. You can follow there. Uh just like you can follow any any other music artist. You can follow on Instagram. Just look up my name, Jordan A. Pew26. It's right there. You can also find other good content uh, on there as well. Uh, and you can also find it on Twitter. Uh just look up my name, Jordan Pew. and I'm there. Uh, on Twitter and on LinkedIn, if you use that business uh, site as well, you could use it there too. Uh, one other thing I would like to promote is if you want to know more about the scriptures, if you want to study more if you want to learn more about the Bible, uh, we have a great opportunity that we can provide here where uh, I currently uh, serve and work at the Collinsville Church of Christ. We have started a preaching uh, uh, it's a biblical school of studies where we where we study the Bible together. It's called the Saint Louis School of Biblical Studies. Um, I'll put the link to the website. It, it's really simple. The website page is simple, but we can find you can find more information on there. You can uh, you can sign up online, and then once you sign up, then you'll have access to the Google Drive, which has all the PowerPoints, which has all the notes that we teach with. Um, and which also has access to the live uh, video stream that we have of the the specific class that we'll be teaching uh, then as well. So uh, look out for that and there'll be more information coming on that as well. Now let's, let's get started with our study. Job, blessed are those that are merciful for they shall obtain mercy, right? Take your Bibles and, and go to Job chapter 4. Job chapter four and here you know we we all know the things that happened to Job and we know that the things that were taken away from him you know the support of his wife for a time uh, we know uh, his riches were taken away from him his name was taken everything was taken away from him and the Lord allowed it to happen but we also know that Job kept his integrity and did not charge God falsely so we know that Job's attitude was still intact as he was going through these things, right? Now, in order to understand what Matthew 5 is talking about, we have to understand Job's friends. Now, if you look here in, in Job chapter 4, and before we even get started with that, let, let's, actually, let's actually describe what mercy is. Mercy is described as two things. One, mercy is a compassion or a forbearance shown, especially to an offender or to one subject to one's power. And then two, mercy can be described as a blessing that is an act of divine favor or compassion. I know this, this is a, a a secular example, but I think it brings the point across. You ever remember, you know, I grew up with brothers, and if you have siblings, you're competitive. And do you ever remember playing uncle? Right, or, or playing we call we actually call the game mercy. And you know, you will put your your sibling or, or your friend or whatever in a headlock and you have to either one, you either gotta get out of it to survive, or you tap really quick and you say mercy, or you tap real quick and say uncle. And you are, if you're in that arm bar, you know, or if you're in that hole, you have to say mercy in order to receive mercy from that person, right? Because they're in control, they have all the power. Now Mercy here is kind of the same thing. The Lord is not doing that to us, but the Lord has given us mercy. Haven't we done things to offend him multiple times? Yes. But the Lord gave us mercy by sending his son, his only son to leave the glories of heaven and to come down and to be a man and to die for our sins. That's the ultimate gift. And that's the ultimate gesture of mercy. Now, we can only receive mercy if we've been merciful. well what does that mean? we'll get into that now notice this remember all this stuff happened to job right again, get your Bibles here and this is what we're going to use to study all this all this happened to job now I want you to notice what his friends started to say about him they started to say some things that that were a little a little questionable about job okay now I want you to watch this look at look at what the Bible says here. If you look at Job chapter 4 verse 7, here's one thing that they were accusing Job of. They said, "Well, no innocent person has ever perished before." What? what? Look at this. Job chapter 4 verse number 7. "Remember I pray thee, whoever perished being innocent." So what are, what are you implying? You're implying that I'm going through what I'm going through because I did something. I'm at fault. And so can you imagine you're sitting there and you, you're you're sorrowful for everything that you've lost. But then at the same time, you're having your friends come to you and they're telling you to remember something that you've done because you can't be innocent. There's no way that all this evil is coming against you and you're innocent. That, who does that, right? And notice what it says here. Remember, I pray that whoever perished being innocent, or or where were the righteous ever cut I've never seen the righteous cut off before. So I guess Job right now, the state that you're in, you're not righteous. Wait a second. How can they say that? Now notice this. Remember what Job has gone through. Job has already lost everything, right? So first of all, they say, well, no innocent person has ever perished. And therefore, they're implying that you're not righteous. Then number two, they're saying, God neither trusts righteous angels, nor does he trust man. Notice this. Stay in chapter 4 and look at verses 18 through 21. Behold, talking to Job again, he, talking about God, puts no trust in his servants. And his angels he charges with folly. How much less them that dwell in the houses of clay, talking about humans, whose foundation is dust, which are crushed before the moth. They're destroyed from morning to evening and they perish without regarding it. Does not their excellency, which is in them, go away? They die without wisdom. And so he was saying, look, if the Lord doesn't even trust some of his, his angels, why is he going to trust you? So number one, Job's friends are saying, you're not innocent. You must have done something. Then number two, how can God really trust you? Then notice what else they say. They say your children were killed by God because of their wickedness. Wait, look at this. Go to Job chapter 8. Job chapter 8 and verse 4. Look at this. Thy children have sinned against him and he cast them away for their transgression. And these are just a few examples of all the list of things that Job's friends were saying about him. Why he was going through what he went through. And we can name way many. We can name may, way more. We could say they said that Job sacrificed for his children, and they weren't enough. We can also say that Job claimed sinless perfection, Job eleven four. We can also say, well, Job sinned against God, Job fifteen twenty five, and on and on and on and on and on. His friends were so quick to condemn him for what they thought he did, right? Now, remember, what are we talking about in this podcast? What is our topic? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Question. You ever been in a situation in your life where you feel like everyone's against you? You feel like someone, when someone mentions your name, well, you know, Jordan did this. Jordan was this. This is happening to Jordan because. Or put your name there. Whatever it is, right? Remember, we're talking about mercy. And so, here's the question. How can you receive the mercy of God if you yourself can't even give it? You know, that's what the book of Job also teaches us. How to extend mercy. Because that's an attribute of God, right? He is merciful. And so since we are his children, guess what we must learn to do? We must learn to extend mercy. And so think about all the evil stuff that Job's friends were saying about him. Job, you're doing this because you're wicked. You're doing this because your children are wicked. You're doing this because your wickedness is greater than ours. You're doing this because God has turned against you. They had no proof for any of this, right? But they were just saying these evil things about Job. But I want you to notice something that God tells Job to do. Go to Job chapter 42. And I want you to notice, you know, when we study Job, we talk about, well, Job received twice as much as he received before and stories over. But notice the key that Job had to have before all that happened. And we forget about this. Go to, go to chapter 42, and let, let's start in verse number, uh, verse number 7. Now, notice this. Now, God is speaking here. Verse 7, And it was so, that after the Lord had spoken these words unto Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is kindled against thee, and it's kindled against the words of thy two friends. Watch this. Why? For you have not spoken of me, the thing that is right, as my servant Job has. Verse eight. Wherefore? Now he's talking to the three friends here. He says, "Look at this. Therefore, take unto you now seven bullocks, seven rams. Offer up yourselves. Seven rams, and then offer and go to my servant Job and offer up yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job, watch this." Shall pray for you for him will I accept lest I deal with you after your folly and that you have spoken to me the thing which is not right like my servant Job. So Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuite, and Zophar the Neathmanite went and did according as the Lord commanded and the Lord accepted Job. Watch verse 10. This is important. This is what we're talking about. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job. Watch this. When he prayed for his friends. So, put yourselves in Job's situation. You're sitting here this whole time suffering. You're, you're scraping yourself with a pot shirt. And you got to listen to what everyone else has got to say about you. This is happening to, to Jordan because of this. This is happening because of Jordan because of this, right? You're listening to this the whole time. But Job, what did he do? He gave mercy and he prayed for his friends. Could you have done that? Can you do that now? I'm sure you've had someone say something about you. Negative. Can you pray for them? It's like what we talked about in the last podcast. Could you pray for them? Because how's the Lord going to give you mercy if when someone talks about you, you go on and talk to them or you, you talk uh, about them to someone else or you gossip about them or inside you hold bitterness against them or inside you hold some type of hate or grudge against them. Right. How's that going to help you? It's not. So do you see why in Matthew five, it says, blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain Mercy. You know, here's the crazy thing. You think about everything Job went through, right? Everything's taken away. His friends talk about him falsely. His friends talk about God falsely. What if Job would have went through all that and still had bitterness, still had envy, still had a grudge, and still held all of that stuff against his three friends? Would God have given him mercy? we can imply through the text no because it was only turned when he prayed for his friends and so did you know that today as a christian you can go through whatever trial you can go through and you can exceed what people think you'll you'll do you can you can be better than what people thought you could be right you can do all this stuff but if you don't give mercy to those people Guess who won't obtain it? You won't obtain it either. So do you see why? Blessed are the merciful. For they shall obtain mercy. Don't you want to obtain that mercy? Because it's it's a compassionate gift, right? Why would you not want it? Here's the lesson. Sometimes in this life. You can let. And this is over a pattern of years and years and years, right? You can let what people said about you. You can let what people say about you. You can let the negative comments, you can let all of that stuff eat at you for years. And it eats at you to the point where every time you think about the person or the people, right? Every time you think about a certain situation you've been in in your life, you get to a point. Where it just agitates you to a point where you just, you could be in a great mood and it just gets you so mad, right? You know why? Bitterness, it eats you alive. It, it gets you to a point where it eats your heart. But you know mercy is the, is the cure for that. You know, just like we talked about before in the previous podcast about praying. Even if you pray for mercy and and pray for your friends and pray for, and even if you pray for those people, does that mean they'll pray for you? Nope. Does it mean that they'll, they'll want mercy for you? Nope. They could still hate you. But what is your responsibility? Your responsibility is to give mercy because you've been given it. So do you see why Christianity is never about you? It's never about what's been personally done to you. It's never about your experiences because it doesn't matter. You see, in this life, things will happen. It's just inevitable. But when it does happen, you have a choice. Am I going to stay bitter? Am I going to stay wrathful? Am I going to stay? Am I going to hold this grudge? Or am I going to show mercy because I need it? Right? Right? Think about about this really quick. Think about Jesus. And think about the the original apostles. Original disciples. Judas was one of them. And can you imagine? Because God being all-knowing. God being all-powerful. He knew every time they ate together. This guy right here is going to betray me with a kiss. You knew every time he did something for Judas. He's going to do something against me. Every single time. Right? But did God ever treat Judas different than the other 11? When he washed all their feet, guess whose feet he washed too? Judas? Sometimes... We could get the attitude in the church that you know everyone's against me, you know the the church isn't what I thought it was, you know it's there's so many problems there's so many hypocrites in the church why why should I want to be a part of something like this? you know you know you get you get to a point where you question a lot of things. the way you get through that is to be like Jesus well how have mercy have mercy because Jesus did. And think about the other 11 disciples, right? When Jesus, Jesus was always there for Peter and John. Jesus was always there for Philip. Jesus was always there for everybody. But the one time Jesus needed them, my Bible says, and the disciples forsook him and fled. So does that mean that Jesus felt like it was a waste of time serving them? Well, they didn't serve me. No. Jesus obtained, Jesus gave mercy. You see, here's the thing for us as Christians the key that unlocks that door to the next level of your life sometimes is the key of mercy. Because you have a grudge, because you hold bitterness, because you hold all these things against so many people whether in your in your present past or future you'll always stay stagnant because you'll always want revenge you'll always want to be the judge you'll always want to be the executioner you'll always want to see something happen to them you always want to to see them or you want them to feel what you felt right and you'll be bitter and you throw away that key of mercy and we and you wonder why things aren't going well in your life sometimes cuz maybe you haven't been giving mercy truly been giving it blessed are those that are merciful why for they shall obtain mercy i hope today that you'll you'll set in your mind that no matter what's happened to you no matter what's been done to you no matter what's been said about you, that you will, you'll have the mind of Christ. And people always say we want the mind of Christ. It's not an easy process to get that because you got to go through betrayal. You got to go through people talking about you. You got to go through periods of loneliness because guess who else went through it? Jesus did. keep developing your relationship with him that's why i always say it and keep developing that mercy because when you develop that then guess what the lord can give to you because now you understand you understand what it's like to give mercy because you've been in a position where you've had to give it and so i hope that your mercy will grow because remember all the stuff that we're talking about it just helps your it helps you to become more like god and that's the amazing thing about it. it is the things that we go through, even though it's not fun, it's not fun. You know, it's, it's just not. But it helps you to commune better with God. It helps you to be able to talk to him better. It helps you to be able to understand him better. Think about Hosea, what we talked about before. Hosea, when his wife cheated on him, he understood what it's like for God, for us to cheat on him. He understood fully now. We go through what we go through so we can understand what it's like to be God. And in in doing that, then we can obtain mercy to people no matter what they do to us or say to us or have said. Then we can forgive people no matter what's happened because God does that. So if God can do it, then I can too. So I hope this podcast is able to help you out as it's helped me. I hope that you can you can let go of bitterness, you can let go of wrath, you can let go of all. And Paul tells us in, in Colossians, get rid of that stuff. But when you get rid of things, you got to replace it or the stuff you got rid of will come back, right? And that's another study for another day. But hopefully you'll continue to grow as I've continued to grow. Uh, and I hope that we all can can be merciful so that we can obtain mercy. Thank you.